Hello, it's July and I hope you're enjoying your summer. Um, the things are less structured in the summer. You have some extra hours of daylight, unless of course you're listening to me in Australia or New Zealand or South America. Um, but I hope you're enjoying your month of July. I'm going to read a poem that I wrote a couple weeks ago. It's called Something There Is That Loves a Wren. Now I'm talking about a little bird, W-R-E-N, called a wren, which has an absolutely beautiful song. It's a very small little bird with a huge song. One of my first memories as a child was watching my mother open the window to our kitchen and listen to the wren outside our kitchen window, and it would give her a smile every time she heard it. She loved her little wren. Well, we had, uh, we have two couples of wrens uh, at, at our house in Oklahoma. The first couple of wrens had some babies and they flew away and they did really well. But what I describe in my poem is what happens to the other set of wrens. Little did I know that their nest was in the cedar tree that I cut down. It needed to be cut. It was dying. It was scraggly. It took way too much water. And the interesting thing is that when I talk about my mother, one of the things she loved was the wren song, and one of the things she hated were cedars. So this poem is about both of them. Here it is, something there is that loves a wren. Who'd have guessed the chaos caused by cutting down the cedar tree that grew crooked in the side yard? Lying in the branches strewn on the lawn, I found a small nest full of eggshells and yellow goo. And flitting around the roof, adult wrens scolding, screeching in a panic of disoriented flight. The day before, other baby wrens had perched unsteadily on the mouth of our hanging bird nest, our, our, our hanging bird house, and had taken flight, encouraged by their parents and accompanied in their fledgling forays. How the displaced ones found that house, I do not know. Maybe there's a wren language that says, here, this home is available. And they moved in working all day, flying the pieces of old nest out of the house, replacing them with new sticks and feathers. The wrens have begun to sing again, a warble more beautiful than Mozart, loud as the rolling stones. The porch birdhouse lists in the wind, just as the old cedar had, but it is safer, with a hole too small for other birds to enter. We listen from behind our glass door, careful not to let fright rain again, watching for movement, hoping for flight. Something there is that loves a wren. Well, as I read this poem, it makes me think about all the times that I moved, and I have moved many times across state, across town, and across the country. So I want you to think about it. Have you ever moved from one home to another home? Was it something forced on you 
or was it a choice you made? And how did it affect your life? Are you in the process of thinking about that right now as I am? That's probably where my poem came from. Um, because I'm thinking that we need to make a move again. And finally, when you did move, how did you make that house into a new home? How did you make those people around you that you didn't know into a community for you? Because that is ultimately the most important part of moving, is becoming part of a community. So I hope you enjoyed this, this poem about the wren. If you don't know about wrens, look them up. See if you can go to a park and listen for a wren. They are beautiful. And until next month, join me on www.cynthiagustafson.com and I'll talk to you in August. Bye.